You are listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, and I teach entrepreneurs how to optimize their performance, become more resilient leaders, and break through their income ceiling. I will share my experience coaching six, seven, and multi-seven-figure business owners and expose the truth behind growing and scaling a successful business. Here we'll discuss mindset, work-life balance, wellness, and business strategy, and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success, you have come to the right place. Hello, and welcome to episode 119 of the podcast. Today, we're talking more about some of these coping strategies. If you have been listening to the last few episodes on dealing with crisis and change and you're loving it, I have another excellent one for you today. I'm continuing this series on crisis and change with another strategy I'm going to outline today. Again, these are practices that I am currently learning and relearning myself so that I can get better at them. And by doing them, I am becoming more resilient, and more able to handle significant change without losing my marbles or finding myself in complete overwhelm. So today I'm going to share another practice that I've been working on that is helping me cope with change and maintain my sanity so it can help you too. When we are experiencing or creating change or reinventing ourselves, It takes hard work and a lot of action. When we are redesigning our lives or our businesses, there's a lot of newness, uncertainty, new plans, routines, and habits. And there can be a lot of steps required to make all of that happen. You simply cannot tackle all of these new things alone without creating a solid foundation for coping with the change. So what I want to share with you today is another thing I am getting better at when it comes to creating that foundation. So what I'm going to share with you today is another practice that I'm getting better at when it comes to creating that foundation. I'm going to share how I'm getting better at it so that if this is something you struggle with too, you can also implement these changes and do this practice so that you can be more resilient through change. If you're someone who leaves yourself for last, who takes care of everyone else first and then you last, if you're someone who wants to avoid the discomfort of saying no or putting yourself first, then you are going to want to listen to this so that you can create this foundation and develop more resilience in times like this. I have gone through long periods in my life when I have neglected my own needs and I saw what it did to me and my mindset and my confidence. Listen, I know we like to help others, but especially us parents and especially us moms do this to a fault and it doesn't serve us. We serve others first at our own expense to our own detriment. We've all heard that saying about pouring from an empty cup. We'll take that feeling and pile on significant life events and change 
and you have a recipe for disaster that will make you feel crushed under the pressure of it all. So here's an example of this practice and how it has been so helpful for me. Recently, I was speaking with a dear friend who I've been leaning on for help and support during this time. And as I shared with her some of the plans that I've been trying to orchestrate over a series of weeks and how I was starting to feel a little bit of that overwhelm, she stopped me and she reinforced how important it is for me to put a self-care plan in place. And when she first said that, I thought, yeah, that sounds nice. I get it, but I really have too much going on. I heard her, but did I actually do it? Not so much. So I went about the next few days after she said this to me, and I started to feel very run down. I noticed that my bandwidth, my emotional bandwidth, was getting much shorter, and I had to take a step back. I immediately thought back to what she said, and I know it is so easy to argue with that idea of self-care and talk ourselves out of prioritizing it. But I realized that if I had prioritized taking those steps for myself, I would have had more bandwidth for all of this stress and this change. So I got creative. I looked at my schedule for the next few days and I assessed where I would need to pre-plan for childcare. I leaned on this new delegating muscle that I've been working on that I talked about in the last episode, and I went to work figuring out how I could create the time I needed to make sure that I was also taking care of me. Did it mean that perhaps the kids had to have a little bit more screen time over those few days so that I could do it? Yes. But did I let it lead to guilt or shame? No. Did it mean I would have to say no to some other important things that I really would have liked to be present for, but that my gut knew was just too much to put on my plate? Yes. So I said no to them. I listened to my gut instinct and also to what I needed to do for me physically and mentally. I managed my mind because I knew how important it was for me to create this healthy foundation. And I went to work doing that. I prioritized the things that I knew I needed. And the result? I was in a much better place for me to continue to orchestrate these complex plans. And I was more available for quality time with the kids. I found myself being more free and fun with them in ways that I would not have been willing to had I not taken that time for me. And this was just over a couple of days that I was able to turn it around by prioritizing that self-care. I felt more resilient because of it. And this is highly empowering. Strategies like these, the delegation muscle and the self-care plan, have been critical in helping me navigate the complexity of these challenges during this time. Next up on my self-care plan, I am heading to Maine for our summer trip with my kids and I will be mostly disconnected from my business and from social media during that time. But I had to wrap things up at work so that I could effectively take this time away for me and my family while leaving work behind. I wanted to be fully present on this vacation. 
So if I do any work, it will be with open and luxurious time. It will be that CEO time of creativity and brainstorming that I love to do to plan and dream and imagine what my future self wants in my business. And I'm feeling excited about what I have coming in the future. It's that light at the end of the tunnel. Not busy work that I feel pressured to do. But I would not have been able to complete these things and wrap up this work if I had not taken the time to prioritize that self-care. So I am now looking forward to this time with my family. And listen, you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast episode if I hadn't taken those steps and put that into practice. I would not have been in the headspace to be able to show up and complete it before I leave. So when we're faced with moments like this or challenging phases of life, it is time to bring out the big guns and practice these strategies I've been talking about on the podcast. We also have to manage our mind and all the arguing it will do, all of that resistance it will present against doing these things. But I promise you, it will help you avoid overwhelm and you will be a better, more resilient version of you because of it. Sometimes we need to pause and let our foot off of the gas so we can step back and stop all the minutia and get honest with ourselves about how we need to manage differently through stressful times. We need to change the way that we approach it, the way that we think about it, and be willing to practice these strategies so that we can show up more effectively. We are all capable of that, but we have to be willing to change our approach and stop neglecting ourselves. We have to think about it differently, and we have to take action in ways that we're not used to. So, what is on your self-care list? Perhaps that you've been neglecting. What are the things you know help ground you, center you, make you feel like the best version of yourself? Where have you been letting the busy work or the minutiae get in the way? What do you need to bring back? And where can you let go of the guilt in doing that so that you can do this unapologetically. If you're struggling to make this happen and put these things into practice, I would love to help be your guide. Schedule a no-cost consultation and I'll share with you how I work with my one-on-one clients to take the guesswork out of marketing, become more resilient leaders, and optimize their performance so that they break through their income ceiling. The no-cost consultation is designed to help us together determine if you're the right fit and to give me an opportunity to share with you how I can help you. I will drop the link in the show notes and I will talk to you when I am back from my vacation. I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. If this podcast has been helpful to you and you like what you're learning, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you want to spread the love, please share on social media, making sure you tag me because I would love to celebrate what you want to create. With passion, I'll talk to you next time.